Welcome to the Veil and Vine audio series. Today we're going to get into the nitty gritty of what I like to call how not to be good at this. <laughs> In the almost five years of putting this business together, I have found what I like to think of as cheat codes to being good at this and also the fastest way to not be great at this if you don't do these things. Um, and these aren't really even logistical things. Some of them are, but, um, things that I've just noticed, um, is the fastest way to, I mean, to put it bluntly, like fail at this, um, to get the bad review, to leave the wedding crying. <laughs> I mean, not that I haven't left weddings crying and it's been fine, but, um, this is just kind of a list of things that I have seen that are very simple things to put into practice if um, you know what they are. So number one, and the first way to not be good at this is to have an attitude. Honestly, number one, like if you are walking into a wedding and you have a bad attitude, you're not nice, maybe even you don't even want to be there, that is the fastest way to not be good at this. You, the bride and the family, and everyone can see through that so much say like you had a bad day the day before or you're coming on like you know you realize you don't want to do this anymore you showed up you're phoning it in um you're not connecting with the bride or the couple or whatever um that is the fastest way to get that bad review to not care um would be number one so i mean honestly bare minimum care about the couple, care about the couple, care about the family, care about what you're doing. If you don't, please do not do this. Um, I'm going to be blunt. Like if you don't care about the couples and you're not going to invest in their lives and want to do this well, please do not do this. I can't emphasize that enough. Like there are so many other part-time jobs that you can do that do not involve investing in people's wedding days. Maybe a little intense, but I just feel like I need to start with that because that is just the heart and soul of what we're doing is caring for people and serving people where it matters most. In that same vein, I would say that the second way to not be good at this is to not show up where it matters most. This is kind of in the wedding day and um, one of the modules will have a mobile download for this. I've found just from doing this that there are a lot of ways that you can show up for a couple on their wedding day. So many different ways. If you shadow a bunch of different wedding planners, you're going to see them do a bunch of different things on the wedding day. And with the Veil and Vine team, there are specific times and spaces where I want you to show up for that couple and then I will go into more of the details in later modules but for now I just want you to know that there are specific moments that are important for you to be there for like when the bride needs her dress bustled or um, when they're getting ready for certain things um, when it is time to show up and when it's time to not be there. Um, when they're getting their hair and makeup done, I'm not loitering in their bridal suite. When, you know, it's kind of about learning the dance of when to be there and when to not be there. When they're taking their couple's portraits, as much as it depends on me, I am not just standing next to the photographer. Um, and we'll, we'll go through those specific times on when to be there. Um, but just know that there is kind of this, um, 
blueprint of when is the best time to show up as the coordinator, um, when the groomsmen need their boutonnieres, like we're going to be there. Um, and there are just specific times. It's like when someone says, what does a coordinator do? My hope for the team would be that you would have an answer. And with this audio series, have a more confident answer and really know when you are stepping in and when to step away. In a similar vein, I would say that another way to not be good at this is to over-coordinate. I think it's tempting to show up and want to be there and coordinate everything and, you know, prove that you're doing something because sometimes it can feel like, okay, what am I doing? Um, But there is such thing as over-coordinating a wedding day. I've seen it in coordinators when I'm a photographer. I've seen it as a guest. Um... I've seen coordinators grab brides by the arm and just being pushy for the sake of the timeline. I've, we're just, that's just not our vibe. We're not going to step into things that we don't need to be a part of. Um, We're not going to interrupt a tender moment um, in order to make dinner go right on time. Um, We're just not going to. And that's just kind of how we are as a team. And obviously we're going to get in front of that and be a good coordinator and work around that with the vendors. That's what being a good coordinator is, is taking the moments that are happening and coordinating around them instead of coordinating like a bulldozer. The fourth way to not be good at this is to not be proactive. It is, I would say, about 50% of the job of looking for things that can go wrong, potentially will go wrong, and filling in the gaps. I kind of have a funny example of a time I was attending a wedding and one of our coordinators was coordinating it. You could probably guess which one it was if you are listening to this. Um, And I was a guest and trying not to overstep. And I was looking at the bottle of wine um, on the table at the front. um, And I didn't know if they were opening the bottle of wine for communion or not. um, But I didn't see a, a wine opener, like a corkscrew next to the bottle of wine. And I knew that the bottle of wine was a corkscrew opening wine. Um, and so, you know, me being a guest at this wedding was like, do we have a wine opener? And like the ceremony was starting and I got really stressed about it. And, um, you know, obviously they weren't actually opening the bottle of the wine at the ceremony. So whoever was coordinating that did a great job and, you know, didn't need to put anything out there, but kind of an example of being proactive, kind of looking for those things, um, constantly keeping your eye out, um, for those things and, um, being creative when those things come up. And in the same vein about being proactive, there are going to be times where you are being proactive and there's just not anything else for you to do. Um, And in that vein, as a team, I'm going to go ahead and set the general guideline that when there is nothing for you to do, we are not going to let our clients see us sit. Um, I know that sounds really, really intense, um, but it is just something that opens you up to be vulnerable for specifically parents of the couple. It just gives them an opportunity to poke at what you're doing. Um, Please, by all means, please sit, but find a place where they cannot see you to do so. Um, A closet, whatever, wherever they can't see you. If you're going to be scrolling on your phone, just sit where somewhere that they can't see you. Um, I know that that sounds a little crazy, but um, 
maybe you've been in a situation where you feel like you're not really having anything to do. You're kind of sitting even at the reception um, and it just leaves you open to criticism. And I honestly just want to avoid that at all costs for our team. An additional way, just kind of going with how not to be good at this, is to not invest in your relationships with the other vendors. I will say that the easiest wedding days I've ever had are the days where I'm getting along with the photographer, I'm getting along with the DJ, I'm getting along with the florist, that everybody is a big happy family and um, just maintaining that communication with those vendors. And that starts way beyond the wedding day. That starts with good communication via email, um, even text message, just making sure that those connections with the vendors, as much as it depends on you, is positive. Um, there are going to be videographers that show up in a piss mood and um, no matter how nice you are, <laughs> they're not going to be nice to you. And that's totally fine. But um, whatever you can do to create a good relationship and a good vibe on that wedding day is... Um, going to make your job a lot easier, it's going to make the bride's experience a lot better, and overall just a better situation in general. Um, it, there's a reason that like we do bundles with me and like Maddie and like photographers and that just makes the, the day go so much better because when you do get along with the fellow vendors, some of y'all know this, it is just a better day um, and it is a, a good way to have your job be a lot easier on you. And to kind of wrap this um, episode up, I'm just going to end it with just be nice. <laughs> Your job is going to be so much easier if you are just kind and nice and easy to work with. Um, there are times where I am killing them with kindness, lying through my teeth, um, smiling. <laughs> and it just is going to make you a better coordinator if you are genuinely kind about it. So I would end it with that. Just just be nice, just be pleasant. It is 50% of the time hard to do so in a lot of areas, but as long as we keep our cool and, um, you know, maintain all of these things, um, not over-coordinating, showing up where it matters, caring about our couples, um, being proactive, being patient, um, you're going to find that you are successful in this. <laughs>